Hello to all my autoimmune warriors. If you have found this podcast, that means that you do autoimmune disease differently. I am your host, Christy Burke. I am a nutritional therapy practitioner and a self-proclaimed AI warrior just like you. Let's get into the show. Just a disclaimer here. This show does not diagnose or treat or give out any medical advice. Any guests that we have on the show are simply stating their experience. I want to apologize ahead of time. This episode in particular is very um, choppy because I kept going back, changing information, and then adding some of my story in. So I apologize ahead of time. I'm also doing all of my own mixing, and I have to say I'm probably not that great. Uh, So uh, enjoy as much as you can. Today's show is going to be about nutrient deficiencies and autoimmune disease. So a lot of us with autoimmune disease will have many nutrient deficiencies Those can also cause some symptoms that we may attribute to our autoimmune symptoms or our autoimmune disease. So some of the big ones that some of you may have been diagnosed with are low iron, low B vitamins, or low vitamin D. Those are commonly checked by our regular doctors, and sometimes it's alerted Um, that our levels are low. So some of the other ones may be vitamin A, K2, omega-3s, selenium, magnesium, and zinc. We may be low in those as well. So some symptoms that you may be feeling like autoimmune disease symptoms Uh, They also could be nutrient deficiencies. So these are just a few of them. Obviously, there are a lot more symptoms that we could go on and on about. Um, One is muscle pain, joint pain, fatigue, trouble sleeping, depression, general inflammation, brain fog, dry skin, and irregular heartbeat. Um, In addition to that, some prescription medications can also deplete the body of those vital nutrients. There is a really great chart that I found on um, the Library of Medicine. I will have a link to that in the show notes if you want to take a look at it yourself. If you have ever been on a proton pump inhibitor, which is an acid-suppressing medication for acid reflux or GERD, Your vitamin B12, vitamin C, iron, calcium, magnesium, zinc, and beta carotene can be depleted. If you have taken aspirin or any anti-inflammatory drugs, vitamin C and iron can be depleted. If you have ever been on diuretics um, or enzyme inhibitors, including calcium channel blockers, your um, calcium, magnesium, thiamine, zinc, potassium, folate, all can be depleted. 
statins, which are cholesterol-lowering medications, can deplete your uh, coenzyme Q10, vitamin D, vitamin E, and beta-carotene. Just before my own diagnosis, I was on a statin for a short while because my cholesterol was through the roof and they were worried about me uh, having significant health problems because of it. However, when I went to see uh, an endocrinologist, he told me to take to stop taking the statin and that it was my thyroid. Uh, blood sugar medication. So if you've ever been on something like metformin, it can deplete your vitamin B12, your calcium and vitamin D levels. Brachiodilators, for those of us that have asthma, can deplete our calcium and vitamin D. Antidepressants that are serotonin reuptake inhibitors, SSRIs, can decrease calcium and vitamin D. For me, I think depression was one of my first symptoms that my thyroid wasn't working properly. I was on Lexapro for a couple of years prior to my diagnosis, and it, it did end up getting worse. But uh, after I got my thyroid numbers back on track and my health started improving, I have no use for antidepressants anymore. I can remember a point where I went to the doctor and just begged them to let me try something else because the Lexapro was clearly not working. And knowing now, I I realized that the depression medication wasn't going to fix it. It was the fact that my thyroid was out of whack. But they gave me something called Cymbalta Cymbalta was prescribed to me because at the time there was some sort of genetic testing that they were using to see which uh, medications would be best to treat um, certain things. So I think at the time they were using it for depression medications and some psychiat uh, some other psychiatric drugs. So my... Um, chart came back and it said that um, Cymbalta would be very effective for me. So when I started taking Cymbalta, I don't know if I really noticed a difference in my depression. When it was prescribed to me, they told me specifically to take it at a, the, a certain time every single day. And on this day, I had derby practice and we wouldn't get out of there until later. So I was probably an hour late taking it. And I remember having these this buzzing feeling in my head. And it was almost like my head was vibrating. And I didn't understand what was going on. But at the time, there were a lot of symptoms that I was having. So I started looking it up and I found out that Cymbalta can cause what they refer to as brain zaps when you don't take it at a certain time every day. These brain zaps were 
because your body was starting to go through withdrawal because the medication was so addictive. That was enough to scare me right there, and I stopped taking it right away against the advice of my doctor. So I would not recommend anyone stop taking their um, depression medication. That is for a doctor to decide. But at that point, I made a decision for my body um, because I was so absolutely frightened that I would become addicted to any substance at all. I have um, a lot of addiction that runs in my family. So that was just absolutely terrifying for me. Let's move on to oral contraceptives. Oral contraceptives, um, either way, if they are estrogen or progesterone based, um, they can uh, deplete our body of vitamin B6, vitamin B12, folate, calcium, magnesium, vitamin C, and vitamin E. Not only can contraceptives cause nutrient deficiencies, but they can be very dangerous for some women. I had an incident when I was 21 years old, and I started losing my sight in my left eye, and I went from doctor to doctor to doctor. They could not figure out what was going on. I was seeing a retinal specialist, a neuro-ophthalmologist. I saw two different uh, hematologists, and then, of course, I saw my regular doctor. I had a cardio ultrasound on my neck. I had an MRI. I had um, a bunch of different field tests on my vision and my eyes. They tested me for probably 60 different um, things, including things like cat scratch fever, diabetes, I was the only one in the retinal specialist office that was under probably 75 because no one has problems with their vision like that when they're 21. I actually was in the doctor's office on my 21st birthday, so that one will go down in the books. Um, but I found out that it was from uh, birth control. So... The hematologist told me that I just must be sensitive to the hormones, and one of the labels on some of the oral contraceptives is that it can cause thrombosis, which is blood clotting. So from then on, I have never taken oral contraceptives again. Most women don't have any adverse reactions to it. However, some of us really, really do. They at first told me to prepare to lose the vision in my left eye. And I remember sitting in the office of the retinal specialist office and he said, it may happen to your right eye as well. So at the age of 21, I thought I could be potentially going blind. I went off on a bit of a tangent there, but for some reason I thought that that was important. So um, just to share with you all. So um, let's get back to the episode and I will be sharing with you some of the roles that some of these vitamins and minerals play and where you can find them in your food sources. Let's start with vitamin D. 
Vitamin D is very important. It's known now in the medical community as a hormone. So vitamin D is known to help regulate the immune system, which helps decrease autoimmunity, and it helps the body fight the correct foreign invader. So some sources of vitamin D are animal fats, such as grass-fed butter, pasture-raised eggs, of course, wild-caught salmon, and grass-fed liver. Iron is up next. I know that if you are listening to this, you probably at some point in your life or even most of your life have had low iron or even been iron anemic. So listen up. Iron is found abundantly in liver. If any of you like liver um, or would like to try it, it is packed with nutrients. It's packed with B vitamins, um, full of heme iron. Iron also is found in wild-caught fish, beans, dark leafy greens, like spinach. B vitamins. B vitamins are essential for optimal function of our immune system. Um, They help regulate our hormones, uh, help with our mood, our sleep, nerves, circulation, and digestion. They are there not just for energy, but to support the production of white blood cells, uh, which is one main component of the, the immune system. Some sources of B vitamins are, like I said, liver, sardines, and uh, grass-fed beef, eggs, and oysters are full of B vitamins. Selenium. Selenium is a powerful antioxidant that has anti-inflammatory properties. So there we are with the inflammation again. Increasing selenium also may help decrease Hashimoto's antibodies. Selenium is found abundantly in Brazil nuts, tuna, halibut, sardines, grass-fed beef, beef liver, chicken, eggs, and spinach. Zinc. Zinc helps with over 100 enzyme reactions in the body, and it also decreases oxidative damage of cells. So to, to get zinc into your diet, you want to add some kefir, lamb is full of zinc, um, chickpeas, grass-fed beef, pumpkin seeds, cashews, and cocoa powder. So if you like chocolate, there you go. Vitamin A. Vitamin A is needed for the synthesis of immune system proteins, um, and they play a role in killing off old cells. It is essential for a strong immune system. Vitamin A deficiency may be associated with autoimmune disease, such as rheumatoid arthritis and type 1 diabetes. Some sources for us to get our vitamin A are sweet potatoes, carrots, dark leafy greens, fish, and liver, of course. So get your liver on. You are 
a person that just loves liver, can you please message me and tell me how you use it? I have tried to sneak it in my diet for the last few years, and um, I go through spurts where I'm doing really well, but I just have to really hide it. So if you love liver, if you're a liver lover, please message me, email me, find me on Instagram or Facebook and tell me all about why you love liver and some of the ways that you get it into your diet. Maybe I can even have you on the show and you can tell us all about liver. I know that this entire podcast has been about where you can find them in your food sources. I do think that people with nutrient deficiencies, it's very important to use supplements or therapeutic nutrients in higher doses than normal to get back on track. So um, in the show notes, I have a link if you want to go to it and check out some of the supplements that I recommend. Um, They may change over time because some of them are popular and have been sold out. But um, if you go on to the Wellevate link and create an account, you can you can look at my protocols. There is one called AI Warrior, and that's the one that I have created. If you start with just one of them, please purchase the collagen. It's very important to absorb the rest of our nutrients. So collagen will help your gut lining heal and you'll be able to absorb your foods and your supplements a lot better. Okay, I think that's all for today. I hope everyone uh, enjoyed today's show. If you have any feedback for me or if you would like uh, to request that I do a show on something specific, please email me or slide into my DMs and let me know what you're thinking. And that's all for today's show. If you like the show, please subscribe and recommend to everyone you know. If you'd like to contact me, please get at me on Instagram or Facebook at Burke's Pharmacy. My website is burkespharmacy.com. That's B-U-R-K-S-F-A-R-M-A-C-Y.com. Please message me or send me an email. I'd love to hear from you. And most importantly, remember, be kind to yourself.